live from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harrell. You are locked and loaded on Live from America with Jeremy Harrell. I love you all and I thank you for this opportunity to talk to you. I love hearing your stories. America is far from dead. America is alive. America is here. Even the Democrats are waking up to the dead-end destructive policies of Joe Biden. The deepest level of worship is praising God through the pain. That, ladies and gentlemen, is a stand-up, God-fearing, God-loving thing to do. What a great thing. I love you guys. Remember, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. Keep your head up high. Welcome to Live from America, everybody. God bless you, and thank you for joining in. All righty, here we go. I am so excited. We got a heck of a show lined up for you guys tonight here on LFA TV. You're locked and loaded right here on Live from America. I am your ever-so-humbled, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, broadcasting from the live-free-or-die granite state of New Hampshire, guys. And it really is an honor and a blessing to be here every day doing this job for you. Man, what a crazy, crazy world we're living in. Hey, it's a good time to be a patriot. It's a great time to be an American. But it's even better time to be a Christian conservative. Because we get to be at the center of this fight for evil and fight for our kids and our grandkids. And that's what it's all about. Big shout out to Anna Perez, Isabella, Riley, Moody. Big shout out to Sean Farish, Michael Crispy, Producer Frankie, Producer Eli, and... Kevin over at Loud Majority, got to give a big shout out to Man in America, Seth Holzhouse too. Uh, Sorry we didn't have him today, folks. Um, He was ready to do a show. He had a show and everything ready, but Rumble was experiencing some super difficult um, issues with their servers, so we're back, we're raring, we're ready to go. We got a lot of people. We got Ohio in the building. We got our very own Corn Pop. Corn Pop is back in the building. How's our little Corn Pop nugget doing? How's our little Corn Nugget doing? I hope doing all where I hope everybody's all right over there in the great state of Illinois, folks. We're gonna go right to uh, this video that I have prepared for you, and it is a very, very sorry job by none other than Mike Dewine. I think this is a terrible press conference from him, uh, but you guys deserve to see it, especially if you are in Ohio, uh, folks. Without further ado, here is um, Rhino Mike Dewine. Uh, It was clear at that point that we were faced with two bad options. Uh, One option was to do nothing and wait for uh, the car to explode. Uh, I had discussion uh, with the representatives of the railroad, extended discussion. Uh, I brought uh, uh, Pennsylvania Governor Shapiro uh, in in that through my cell phone, and we went back and forth for a a couple hours, hours. uh, trying to just weigh the risk uh, one versus the other. Uh, The risk of the car exploding uh, was described to me as as high, uh, high probability. Uh, that it could explode. Uh, and when I pressed uh, everyone to give me the information about and, and also give Governor Shapiro the information, she was on, on the cell phone listening uh, and asking questions, uh, it came back that the concern was that this would be a catastrophic, what was described as a catastrophic explosion uh, of, the, of the car. Uh, All right, hold up. Stop that right there. Hold up. This would be a catastrophic explosion of the car. This would be catastrophic. This would be very bad. I spent two hours on the phone with Governor Shapiro from Pennsylvania. Catastrophic. Why aren't you there? Why aren't you there? Where's FEMA? Where's the Federal Emergency Agency? Where are they? Where, where, where's, where's any help? Where's, where's Buttigieg? Where's anybody? Nobody's doing anything. 
you're spending two hours on the phone talking to the loser governor of Pennsylvania? Oh, that's fun. That's great. You sound like you've got such urgency. Well, we spent the last 22 hours, we a considerable amount of time, uh, talking on the phone about this, and uh, everybody that was there was an expert, and uh, every one of those experts said uh, that uh, this is, uh, you know, this is a uh, very catastrophic explosion that might get ready to happen. Uh, so we decided we'd do everything other than what you should do, and uh, we destroyed we decided to poison the uh, the waters and poison the air. That that sounded like it'd be a lot better. Uh, let's go to the actual loser who's saying this crap. Apnol uh, going out up to close to close to a mile. Uh, we also looked at. Um, what the danger was from a controlled release, which is what the railroad felt should be done. Again, uh, Governor Shapiro and I uh, spent uh, considerable time, uh, up to about two hours, I recall, uh, Ooh, two asking hours. a lot of questions about how that would take place. By the way, I'm going to pause this real uh, we quick. Had the pause Who is this loser in the back? Who's this nerd? Oh, I'm sitting back here with my bow tie on, and I can't wait to give somebody a stupid, lame explanation on uh, how we got to this. Oh, look at look at this. Who is this guy? That looks like Ben Stein if you got him off the Wish app. That looks like crackhead Ben Stein. That's who that looks like. Oh, oh I spent a considerable amount of time. <laughs> All right, keep it going here. Fit of the Ohio National Guard uh, that had done a modeling exercise. Uh, they did that in conjunction with the U.S. Defense Department, uh, who gave them some additional information Ooh, and help information. Uh, in regard to the modeling. Uh, the modeling was then produced into a map, a uh, map, I believe, that we showed uh, everyone that day when we had our press conference. There was a red area uh, that they described uh, as the likelihood of death within that red area would be very high. Uh, there was a little there's an area outside that, the yellow area, where they also described it would be very dangerous to be there, but not quite as dangerous as it was within the red within the red area. Um, <clears throat> We then made the decision uh, to go ahead with the, the second option, which was the controlled release. Um, the controlled release. As that was being prepared to be done, Think about that, uh, what he said. we sent back law enforcement uh, into those zones, the red zone and the yellow zone, uh, for the third time uh, to knock on, literally knock on doors. Uh, and they described how they did it to me. They did it in, in very loud, did everything they could do to get, if there's anyone left in that house, to get their attention uh, to, to come out. That was the third time uh, that those houses, I believe, had been, had been contacted, the individuals in those houses had been con contacted. Um, the controlled release uh, did, did it in fact, uh, occur. It was, it was, to my understanding, delayed a little bit. Uh, there was actually, <clears throat> when we, uh, at 3 o'clock, uh, release was supposed to be at 3.30. We wanted to get everybody out of there. Uh, we had uh, members of the Guard and the patrol uh, and others who were had the area cordoned off. Uh, we told them to leave there at 3 o'clock. Uh, All right, shut down Governor DeWine. I can't take it anymore. I can't take it anymore. Uh, this is what we did. Uh, we knocked on some doors and we had some phone calls and uh, they described to me there was a map. There, you see, there, there, uh, they described to me there was a map and uh, in that map, uh, uh, there's a red area and the red area is, uh, is where most people are going to die and then outside of that map, uh, there's a yellow area where less people are going to die. Uh, and they, we did a controlled release and uh, screwed up everything in Ohio will never be the same. Screwed up everything and Ohio will never be the same. That is Governor DeWine, ladies and gentlemen. Do you feel safe? Do you feel safe knowing that Governor DeWine and, and, uh, and Governor Shapiro are having two-hour conversations about who's, who's a bigger loser? Uh, they say I'm a loser here in Ohio. Uh, in Ohio. Well, they, 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 they say I'm a loser here in Shapiro, Pennsylvania. Oh, I tell you, ladies and gentlemen, we got a lot of people who do not 
know what in the HE double hockey sticks their job titles are, and they do not care about the people that they represent. And that should be a wake-up call to any and everybody who sat on the fence and has done absolutely nothing while our country has drifted off into utter darkness. It's a good thing there's a bunch of God-fearing, God-loving people out there, huh, guys? It's a good thing. Look, I want to give some thank yous out right now. We got a lot of stuff in the mail, so I want to say thank you to so many people. Uh, I know that, um, you know, a lot of people say, why do you read everybody's name and why do you give shout-outs? Because the LFA family is live from America. Michael Becca, thank you very much for your letter um, that we received. I'd like to say uh, to the Camara family in Abbott, Maine, thank you very much. Um, to Rhea Carlson, thank you for the donation. In the name of her husband, who passed 127-23. Testimony of how God uses Jeremy and LFA. Read on Rise Up. We will. We will. Kathleen McCormick, thank you very much uh, for the note to Ben and Oscar. We'll get that out. Bill Cloninger, thank you very much. Um, interested, interesting reading about end times. Uh, so many people send so much stuff, guys. Amanda Collins, obviously, sending uh, uh, Valentine's Day cards and chocolates and snacks. And Sonia, Leal, uh, Sonia Seal, thank you so very much. Dean Carroll, uh, you got, the list goes on and on. You guys are absolutely wonderful. And, of course, um, the monthly donors on JeremyHerald.com, Karen Hobbs, Javi, uh, Javina Ediburn. Amy Allen, Veronica Brown, thank you so very much. Denise Malakowski, God bless you and thank you. Teresa Caraview, Leisha Wyatt, and of course, Jane Call. And Jane Call also is one of our vendors who makes this beautiful LFA TV gear that you see right here. If you're in Florida and you need some stuff printed, then go to Advantage Specialties, ladies and gentlemen. She's always been so incredibly kind. Let's go to the Word of God right now if we can. And, uh, and while we're doing that, uh, please, ladies and gentlemen, if you've got this book, turn along with me. This is Jesus Calling, the evening version. Patriot Donnie just donated $500 and said to help any family in the Palestine area that needs help. So we've got, Eli, can you just make a note of that? We've got $500 set aside specifically for Palestine, Ohio, in case we get somebody uh, from there who, who's reaching out. Um, I'd like to also let you guys know that we raised a total of about after the the uh, the the twenty percent uh, is taken out for the fee, uh, twenty one hundred and sixty dollars. Twenty one sixty was raised uh, for Karen Ma. I reached out to her. I let her know, and we're going to get that check out to her as soon as we can. And Patriot Donnie, thank you so very much for always always being here and your prayers and your financial help. February fourteenth, Valentine's Day. My presence radiates light that helps you find the way of peace. My word enlightens your mind and heart, empowering you to stay on the right path. As you read scripture, look for a star of guidance and ask my spirit to illumine those words to your seeking heart. They are words of life. Luke 1, 78 and 79. A light from on high will dawn upon us and visit us. To shine upon and give light to those who sit in the darkness. How many of you know somebody sitting in the darkness right now? How many of you? And you know what I'm talking about. Do you have a wife or a husband? Maybe a son or a daughter? Maybe a granddaughter or a grandson? Maybe an uncle or an aunt or a nephew or a niece? Maybe just a friend at work? Maybe a coworker that's sitting in the dark right now? Begging for help, but yet they won't take it. That's what we're talking about. And in the shadow of death, a direct and uh, a direct or to direct and guide our feet in a straight line into the way of peace. John 14, 6, Jesus answered, I am the way I am the truth and the life. No one comes to the father except through me. And before you turn out the light tonight, you guys secure some time alone this evening so you can take in my wonderful words of life. Folks, like I said this morning, true love is not found on February 14th, 2023. True love is found in John 
316. And while you're making time for your loved ones tonight, me and my wife are even going out for dinner. Thank you to so many people who, uh, who, who gave some money and said, take your wife out and, and get her things. I, I really appreciate that. We are going to do that. We're taking your advice and your donations to do so. Uh, but, while, but while you take your significant other out tonight, make sure you also spend time with the Lord tonight. Make sure you also spend time with God, okay? Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, and he truly is your first love. Folks, let's remove our hats. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Here we go. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Guys, we have so many people out there that are looking for prayer. So many people out there that are looking for help. So many people out there that are looking for financial help. And my promise to you is that we're always going to be involved. We're always going to be down in the thick of things with our sleeves rolled up, working as hard as we can right alongside you. That I can give you my promise, okay? All right, ladies and gentlemen, here we go. First and foremost, please lift up your Rise Up Coffee. Woo! We got that gourmet Rise Up Coffee. Let's have our first slurp. Here we go. First and foremost section, folks, this is a pretty explosive show, and I want you guys to pay very close attention. If you've not liked the video yet, please do, and definitely share, okay? Because, folks, we're, gonna, we're, gonna, we're going to give you a major update, breaking news tonight. A video obtained of that train that derailed in OHIO. We've got video footage of that train, 40 minutes. Eli, listen to this. 40 minutes before that train derailed. We now have video footage of that train on fire 40 minutes prior. Yep. Now I want you to look very closely, and then we're going to do a zoomed-up version of this. But here is video of this train 40, up to 40 minutes prior, and I'll read you the story afterwards. Let's go ahead and uh, roll the video footage. Here we go. Norfolk Southern train passing by uh, Butek Bliss. There's a hot box detector designed to check the heat of rail car axles on this segment of tracks that should have alerted the crew. This would have required the crew to immediately stop the train. It is unclear if, that, if such an alert from that box was working. Now, right up here, see the cursor? This is where you'll see the train. Watch closely. See the train on fire right there? That is one car on fire. Now, we're going to do a close-up version. Hold on. Here's a close-up version. There's the train, clearly on fire, right there. Clearly on fire. Again, that's 40 minutes. All right, we're good with that. So that's 40 minutes prior to the train derailing, okay? Now, my father works for the railroad. My father's worked for the railroad for a couple decades now. And he confirmed, yes, there should be heat sensors on those tracks, especially in this area that should have been detected, that should have been uh, detecting heat and giving that alert to the engineers. Again, we all know that Pete Buttigieg has already made it so all these train operators, conductors, and, 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 and freight uh, facilities, uh, they didn't have to take this further training that was recommended that they take. Now, we know that there's been a lot of stuff going on with it with the railroads with the strikes and all this stuff but the problems are so much deeper than that they're so much deeper than that this uh 40 minutes the video showed the norfolk southern train with axles on fire miles before the derailment so this proof that i just showed you suggests at least 40 minutes before derailment, this thing was on fire, okay? There's going to be more articles released specifically focused around the preventability of this accident, but first, the direct cause needs to be clear. This shocking video that was released by the Post-Gazette 
shows that CCTV footage of the Norfolk Southern train moments before it derailed. In this video, the axles of one of the cars appears to be on fire. This is confirmed by a photo shown to also the Gateway Pundit in color and with a timestamp. The timestamp on the photo suggests this axle was on fire at least 40 minutes prior to the reported uh, 9 p.m. derailment. According to the article from the Post-Gazette, a retired northern, uh, Norfolk, Norfolk Southern engineer claims that a sensor should have picked up that, that the axles were overheating and or on fire and immediately shut down the train to figure out the problem. On the railroad tracks in front of Fresh Mark, there is an instrument called a hot box detector, which scans the temperature of a passing train axles of passing of the passing train axles to ensure that they are not overheated. If the device finds a problem, a defect detection alert sounds over the train radio. Detecting a defect so hot that it would appear to be on fire would require the crew to immediately stop the train and inspect the problem, said Scott Wilcox. Again, this is a breakdown of our of our infrastructure, folks. This is infrastructure. Okay, what happened to all those billions and billions of dollars that were passed in the Build Back Better, Save America, Broke Back Mountain bill that was put out by broke back, busted, sniffer and thief Joe Biden? I thought there was infrastructure money. Remember CNN? Remember Don Lamont? This money's going towards infrastructure. How dare the Republicans try to derail this bill? No pun intended. Hot box detectors are typically spaced every 10 to 20 miles apart, Mr. Wilcox said. On this particular tract, the next detector after Salem was East Palestine. The train would have passed that one less than a mile before derailing on February 3rd. If the train crew heard an alert shortly before breaking, it is likely that the warning came from the detector in East Palestine. The NTSB, and specifically its secretary, Pete, uh, Pete uh, Breastfeeding, Breastfeeding Edge, <laughs> have uh, been re- relatively quiet regarding this derailment on their website. Now, we, we know everybody in the world, everybody in the world has reported on, on, uh, on Buddha Plug's response to this. He's talking about race. There's no mention of what I just said to you. There's no mention of this on their website. Or on the new release page. Not a single mention of how this could have, this, this infrastructure could have collapsed like this. Now, Buttigieg did post uh, a tweet late last night, a full 10 days since the derailment, saying, I continue to be, let's go ahead and pop up this loser tweet of his. Here it is right here. I continue to be concerned about the impacts of the February 3rd train derailment near East Palestine, Ohio, and the effects on families in the 10 days since their lives were upended through no fault of their own. No, it's your fault. It's your fault. It's the infrastructure's fault. Moron. It's important that the families have access to useful and accurate information. You're not giving them useful and accurate information, butt plug. We are. LFA TV is. USDOT has supported the investigation led by the National Transportation Safety Board. Then where are you? Why aren't you there? Our Federal Rail Administration and pipelines and hazardous materials teams were on site within hours of the initial incident and continue to be actively engaged. Here's the problem. If you go on any social media site that doesn't take these videos down, which it's happening at an alarming rate, people from that area that live in that area, that live near that area, are sounding the alarms on their TikTok pages, on their Instagram pages. They're literally screaming, stuff is messed up, in other words, that I'm not going to use right now. Stuff is really messed up here. People are getting sick. Animals are dying left and right. Nobody's here to help us. They're leaving us out to dry. They're telling us the water's good to drink. They're telling us it's okay to go home. Meanwhile, they go home. They say, I haven't been here an hour and I have massive headaches. My wife is having massive headaches and she's having, uh, she's getting dizzy spells. This doesn't sound like normal life, guys. This doesn't sound like normal life. Now, I've, uh, DC Drano posted this incredible, incredible, um, 
uh, post on Instagram that showed, you know, the, the black mushroom cloud of, of chemicals going into the air. And he said, hey, everybody, while you're focused on this picture of this black chemical cloud smoking uh, uh, up to the up to the clouds, he said, don't uh, don't let that take away from your attention. Uh, looking at the 500 houses that are in the uh, that are in the picture or the or the. Uh, 34 businesses or the fire fire stations or the police stations or the elementary schools. Yeah, that you don't look at that in the picture. You just look at the big crap, the big cloud, right? Nobody's here. Nobody's here is what people are saying there. So there you go, folks. The train literally on fire a full 40 minutes, at least that we know of 40 minutes before the derailment. They should have had that in the town of Salem. It should not have waited until the town of East Palestine. Not that I'm saying that anything bad should have happened to Salem. I'm just saying, folks, I'm just saying. Now. We're going to move from that since we're talking about chemicals. And I've been, I have been literally, I, I mean, I don't know. I'm not just, I'm not trying to say this to Pat LFA TV or myself on the back. I don't know anybody else who's talking about the Ukraine biochemical attacks that are going on. I don't know anybody else who showed that video that I showed you the other day, that terrible, horrible video of those, uh, of those Russian soldiers trying to get out of the water. But the chemical attacks were like, you know, taking them over and, and their body, you could see were writhing and you could see that it had to be something to do with nerve gas or something because those guys couldn't move. I mean, you don't have to be a rocket scientist to figure out whatever that drone dropped was causing those guys to, to writhe in pain and then ultimately die, right? Well, folks, I'm going to show you two more videos. Now, the first video that I'm going to show you was actually posted by a Ukraine battalion on their own Telegram page, their official telegram page now the second one coming from russia i don't know how this video got out but i got it the same place that i got this video and what it's going to show you is exactly that not only is ukraine using biochemical attacks on russians but russians are also chemically attacking ukrainians this and it's escalating and it's getting worse folks you think that this is happening at the same time that chemical derailments are happening here and if, uh, again i'm not a conspiracy guy i mean i am i guess conspiracy theories come true but where there's smoke there's fire i want to go show you this video sickening 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 here we go russian troops abandon their positions after ukrainian drone strikes in the presented video frames drone footage shows a russian underground bunker right under a railway where a group of russian troops is stationed inside Ukrainian quadcopter drone drops a tear gas hand grenade, K-51, and it lands in one of the entrances and detonates inside the bunker. After the impact, we can see that the gas keeps coming out of the bunker from both entrances, meaning that the tunnel is filled with tear gas. This forces the Russian troops to abandon their positions and run away for lives in the open, making themselves an easy target for the next strikes. This event was geolocated near the railway in Mykolaivka. The video was published from the Ukrainian 109th Detached Territorial Defense Brigade on their go. official Telegram channel. Yep. Sickening. Sickening. Now, let me go and show you this next video. Now, this, this video... Again, I, I, I don't know where this video came out of. Like, that last video was on their official Telegram page. This video, I don't know where, the, where it initially came out of, but it appears that Russians have also used riot-controlled agents against Ukrainian positions. But in the following video I'm about to show you, no Ukrainian soldiers appeared to be affected, like you see the Russian soldiers. In the last two videos, I showed you. Let's go to this video now. It's a new way of world. It's a new world of war, folks. 
War isn't fought the same way anymore. War is fought with, fought with sickening chemical agents dropping from drones. War is fought with surveillance from balloons that go up all the way to space. War is fought by destabilizing the entire interior infrastructure of a country, destroying their supply chain so that they can't arm up and they can't have food, destroying their way of life so that even comfort levels drop and diminish day after day, week after week, month after month. War is disgusting, folks, and the United States of America is pushing World War III. It's sick. It's sick. And we're arming and funding this with our money. Now, a lot of people will say that's tear gas, that's this, that's that. Well, I know one thing. Grenade, shrapnel, and tear gas do not make people stiffen up and start writhing in pain until they die. I do know that. Presented by Sean Penn Films. Yeah, right, Bad Moon. Yeah, let's pull up the chat. Let's pull up the Rumble chat. The LFA TV uh, audience, the LFA family is always riled up when it comes to, uh, you know, reality that they don't get anywhere else. Pure evil. This is sick, says Race Mom. I agree. How long before EMPs? Well, again, that's the next, that's the next stage, I would guess. Trump would never let this happen. No, none of this would be happening under Trump. War is sometimes necessary, though we're going to have to fight back. I agree. I agree. God bless America. There's nothing to fear but fear itself. Stop letting it control you. Wake up. I agree. Where is Congress? Why aren't they doing anything? The UN is starting World War III. Yeah, no, I agree. But guess who funds the UN more than anybody else? Jeremy, did you get a chance to see my email asking for help? Will you be able to help Dave? Uh, Dave, I, have, I don't think I've seen yours yet. I have four emails uh, for people looking for help, and I don't think I've gotten to yours yet, buddy. Not yet. Please sing happy birthday to my niece, Paisley. Pa- is that it? Paisley is her name? Paisley. She's turning nine on Saturday. Well, I guess we'll sing it to her now then, right? So in case we forget, happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Paisley. Happy birthday to you. Satan, get behind us. Our Lord God, protect us with the full armor of God. I agree. Folks, we've got about 3,700 almost watching here on Rumble. If you've not, uh, if you have forgotten or you haven't done it yet, please click the thumbs up button. Could really, really use that. And please, ladies and gentlemen, follow Patriot Donnie on Telegram. Jack Posobiec has a good point. How are Russians continuously bombing Ukraine when they run out of missiles last year? Well, how are they continuously bombing Ukraine, but Ukraine's not bombed? And why are they still going to the beach? You know what I mean? There's a lot of questions we have. If you guys are watching on digital TV, I'll ask that you please come over and give us a rumble. I would really appreciate that. We're going to go to our um, uh, first sponsor of the day here, and that is for Patriots, folks, for Patriots. Now, somebody said earlier, uh, won't matter if you don't have, uh, won't matter if you don't have electricity. And I said, well, that's where your Patriot power generator comes in. And folks, we're talking about EMPs, right? I mean, let's face it. The likelihood of an EMP is very likely. It is very likely, especially with these high-altitude balloons. We don't know how many of them are up there. We don't know how many of them they told us that they found or that, they, that are still up there that they haven't found. So why, why mess with it? You know what I mean? You can get the supercharged solar generator bundle. You can get the Patriot power generator by itself. Or you can get the Patriot uh, power sidekick. And you can do all of this by going to 4 Because the next time that we have a hurricane outage or the next time we, or the first time we see an EMP blast. Folks, you're going to need it. It's better to need, have and not need than need and not have. Now, I'm lucky enough to have both of these. The first one, the smaller one, we actually bought. The larger one was given to me for a Christmas present, and I'm forever grateful. I'm forever grateful. But these things are powerful. They're quiet. They're amazing. And they will power everything you need them to power. So go to 4 Use the promo code LFA. Or go to 4 slash LFA. And it'll take you automatically to the discount for the Patriot Power 
generator. And again, folks, these are great sponsors. So let's give love to our sponsors so they continue to help us out when we need to, okay? Because when you uh, hear this 401k story that I have to tell you tonight, you're going to understand why we don't have as much donors as we used to. It's not because they don't watch the show. (laughs) It's not because they don't watch the show. It's because they can't afford it. Let's move on. Folks, you see the strategic collapse of America happening. Now, Clay Clark has been sounding this alarm for a long time. General Flynn, Steve Bannon, Alex Jones might be, might be the guy who's been sounding this alarm the longest. I know I've been sounding this alarm for two years, and piece by piece, we're seeing it. We're seeing the collapse. That does not mean that the good old U.S. of A. is going to collapse into nothingness. No, it doesn't. Because as long as God is still in this country, there's a fighting chance, and there's still millions of people with millions of guns. That part hasn't even come yet. Okay? But we've seen the strategic collapse of this country piece after piece or piece by piece ever since Barack Hussein Obama. Now, think about this. How scary is this? Joe Biden told you that he was going to destroy the oil and gas industry when he was debating or lack thereof Donald Trump in the 2020 election, didn't he? He said, I am coming for the oil and the gas, and we're going to do a major transition. And Trump even stopped him and said, whoa, whoa, that's big news. That's a big thing he just said right there. I remember Trump specifically said, remember that Pennsylvania, remember that Ohio, remember that Texas, right? Trump said that. What did Biden do? Immediately, immediately started a war on oil and gas. Then Biden said, I'm going to blow up that pipeline. I'm going to blow up That pipeline. So we have Biden admitting he was going to blow up the pipeline. We have Seymour Hersh's report and everything prior to Seymour Hersh's report of motive, who benefits from it, who could have the resources to do this, who has the know-how to do this, and who owns that and who can militarily operate in that region. Okay? He said he was going to blow up the pipeline, and he did it. He's been saying that, I've done it before, and I'm going to do it again. About your guns. And ladies and gentlemen, he's using every opportunity he can to talk about taking your guns. I want to play this quick video real quick. It's only 14 seconds long. I'm sorry you have to muddle your way through this mess, but here we go. And I'm going to say something that's always controversial, but there is no rationale for assault weapons and magazines that hold 50, 70 bullets. There's no rationale. For magazines that hold 50 or 70 bullets. Come on. Come on, man. I no more think of myself as old as I am than fly. Do you want to know what the rationale is, Joe Biden, for a person having a gun that has 50 or 70 bullets? If that's what he said, you are the rationale. Our current American federal government is the rationale. The invasion of the southern border by real aliens, illegal ones, is the rationale. The fentanyl that's in this country that can kill every man, woman, and child, everybody who even thinks they're a cat, seven times over, fentanyl, that is the rationale. The strategic breakdown of our country, piece by piece, the infrastructure of our country crumbling under our own eyes is the rationale. You jailing reporters who are reporting on the oil sp- or on the chemical spill is our rationale. You labeling moms and dads who go to school board meetings as domestic violent extremists. You labeling anybody who wears a MAGA hat or says make America great again as a white supremacist or a white nationalist or a domestic terrorist is our rationale. You are the rationale. And like I said two years ago, you can take this however you'd like. We're coming for you. America, we the people, the ones that you want to silence so bad because we're the ones that actually understand what the United States Constitution says and what the Bill of Rights read and our rights given to us by God, not by man. Therefore, there shall be no rights taken by man. You're scared of us. And like I said, for the last two years, we're coming for you. Teresa said, okay, move on. Yes, ma'am. 
I'll get right on that. Moving on, ladies and gentlemen. Another moron in that administration who lies and lies and lies and lies about how great of a job they're doing, Mean Jean Kareen Pierre, this came out today. They said show this. a monthly decline in real wages as well as an annual decline in real wages. Administration officials have said growing real wages is an important marker for the economy. How do you view the setback in today's numbers? So, a couple of things. I do want to say that uh, what we have said many times is that we believe that the president's, um, the president's economic plan is indeed working, and it's giving people a little breathing room. You heard me say this at the top, how, the, how we have seen, uh, um, you know, how we have seen um, the plan actually working. We see, we're seeing inflation moderate uh, just a bit, uh, as we've seen the last couple of months, and that is important. The question was actually, not only are wages, the reporter said, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, let's pause it. He said, numbers came out today that show a monthly decline in real wages as well as an annual decline in real wages. How do you respond? We believe that the president's economic plan is indeed working and giving people a little breathing room. That's the answer. That's the answer from the upside down mop, the garbage pail kid of the White House. Numbers came out today that show monthly decline in real wages as well as an annual decline in real wages. How do you respond? Well, we believe the president's economic plan is indeed working and giving people a little breathing room. I don't give a shift what you believe. Reality is you're lying and you're not answering the question. I cannot believe, I cannot believe that they can't get a real person in there. And by the way, where's Ducey? I've not seen, did they kick Ducey out? Is Peter Ducey gone from the White House press corps? Because I haven't seen him in weeks. I haven't seen him in weeks. By the way, Emma is who deserved the happy birthday, or who should have said the happy birthday to. I'm sorry. Hey, Emma, this one's for you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Emma. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Emma. Now, the, the very depressing news of your 401ks, I'm sure you already know anyway, but Vanguard put out a report saying that a record number, there's been a record number of what they call hardship withdrawals from, the 401, from people's 401ks ever since Biden has been the president. Joe's economy is an absolutely disastrous uh, way of life. For most Americans, Vanguard is reporting that a record number of Americans, do you know what record number means for all you brain-dead, numb-nut, moron liberals out there? Record means not usual, more than most. A record number of Americans used hardship withdrawals from their 401ks in 2022. Wow, a hardship withdrawal allows somebody to access their 401k for an immediate and heavy financial need. For an immediate and heavy financial need. A record-breaking number of Americans are making emergency withdrawals from their 401k retirement plans in order to cover financial emergencies and high inflation rages. According to the data from the Vanguard Group, about 2.8% of workers participating in employer-sponsored for employee-sponsored 401k plans made so-called hardship withdrawals in 2022, according to data from Vanguard. By the way, do you know what that's going to do to the stock market as this keeps happening? It's just going to be a domino effect. I'd say it all the time. Okay? According to the data from Vanguard, which tracks about 5 million accounts, that marks a major increase from the 2%. So it's gone up a whole percentage point almost. Rate recorded before pandemic began and is also up 2.1% reading in 2021. Here's what I want to know for the LFA family, because you guys have talked about this before. And if you don't mind talking about your actual finances, then, you know, that's great. If you do, that's okay, too. If you do, then we'd love to hear it. Let me ask you this. Patriot Donnie said lost over 250000 in the 401k. Silver is a good investment. I think silver might be better than gold. And you know what else is? Copper. I want to know how many, how many of you have lost in this 401k. And, and, and if you don't mind saying, how much did you lose? That's what I want to see. I want to see actual proof so I can show this to brain dead lefties. How many of you actually lost in your 401k? And not only that, not only that, how much did you lose? 
Robin says, get a fixed index annuity. 401k, lose money. FIA does not. IRAs can't touch in an FIA. MIA and the IRA and the ORL. <laughs> so many words. So many, so many acronyms. Uh, Jeremy, how do I share this video? Well, you can grab the link from the top and just share the link. Or you can just click the little share button that looks like a little triangle. Um, I lost... I've lost in my 401k, not sure how much. Rumble Dog says 56,000. My mom lost a bunch. Wow. Lost 36,000, lost 25,000, at least 10,000. I'm about 8,000 down. 70,000. Oh my Lanta. Oh my Lanta. I know uh, some uh, 60,000, 80,000, 40,000. We lost 100,000. My friend lost 450,000. Are you kidding me? Jay Fitz says too damn much. 80,000, over 100,000, 100,000. Guys, this is their life. This is people's livelihoods. 80,000. We lost over 200,000, says Sand Trotter. One hairy legs, 40,000. Raphael, 20,000. This is people's lives. People's lives. Gone because of this crap hole Fake, illegitimate administration. Now, some people said they can't watch Mike Crispy or, or Kevin's Loud Majority Show. I know that's when Rumble was experiencing major attacks on their servers. Hopefully, they get those videos up. If not, you can go and you can watch all the shows on the app, the LFA TV app. I, I encourage all 3,700 people watching on Rumble right now and the 1,000 or 2,000 people watching on digital TV, go download the LFA TV app. Always have that as a backup, okay? In case Rumble's not working, we'll still air the show on digital TV and on the app, all right? Now, speaking of the Biden crime family and what they've done to this country, check this out, folks. Congress is investigating Jim Biden, Joe Biden's husband. I mean, (laughs) probably, brother, pretty hard right now. Joe Biden, we've got new emails where Joe Biden admitted that he was hired to negotiate with the Saudis over a secret $140 million deal, quote, because of his position and relationship to his vice president brother, Joe Biden, who would be instrumental in the deal or to the deal. Bombshell affidavit claims. This is incredible, folks. An affidavit claims that Joe's younger brother, Jim, was at the center of a $140 million settlement between a U.S. construction company and and Saudi Arabia in 2012. Also, Biden was selected because Saudi Arabia would not dare stiff the brother of the vice president who would, quote, be instrumental to the deal. And Jim allegedly said, quote, of course, the Biden name didn't hurt. As wife Sarah said that Joe and his brother told each other everything about their business dealings. Well, there you go, folks. These are affidavits and emails that prove that Jim Biden was benefiting off his brother Joe Biden's vice presidency. Now, this is no, this is not news for the LFA family, but it is news that Congress has got a hold of this stuff and they're investigating this stuff. So, again, if you're going to investigate the Biden crime family, you've got to get everybody around Biden first, below, beside, and above, and then close in on Joe Biden himself. He'll probably be dead before anything happens. But the fact of the matter is, folks, Congress is at least getting to the bottom of this during their investigation. So I want to give, hey, so far, so good, right? So far, so good for... um, Kevin McCarthy's Congress, he said a couple things I don't like, but up other than that, he's done a great job. So let's give the Smarty Award to this new Republican Party for the investigations that they're doing, okay? Here we go. Smarty Award of the day, folks. Hey, you got to give it to them. They're doing the job that they said they were going to do. They're doing the job they said they were going to do. Now let's see the the attorneys general of this country and governors get involved and do what they should be doing. And that is putting out arrest warrants for illegitimacy like Joe Biden. That's what really needs to happen. WS84, I've seen this show before. Are you talking about the Congress or LFA TV? Because we're live. Jeremy, I don't have a 401k. And I, could use, and I can use a Patriot power generator. I know, I know, man. They're expensive. I wish I could buy one for you. Maybe someday. 
Maybe someday. Anyway, folks, um, well, speak, speaking of being able to afford things, uh, the good thing about this next product, folks, that, that sponsors this show that maybe people have seen before, uh, EnviroCleanse, is that you don't have to pay for it all at one time. That's the great thing about EnviroCleanse. Don't have to pay for it all at one time. And you know what? I could say the same thing over and over and over and over and over about EnviroCleanse, but I can tell you this, that the people in the chat could probably give you a far better um, testimony than I can give you. However, they are a great sponsor of ours, so I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to read. Now, if you could give any gift to help your entire family avoid seasonal colds, flu, COVID, or any other crap that your kids bring into your house, then EnviroCleanse is the new science in home air purification. Ladies and gentlemen, the air circulating in your home from room to room, family member to family member, including uh, guests that come over, all of it is a breeding ground for viruses and germs. That's how cold, flus, COVID, and everybody and everything else, RSV, take down an entire family. EnviroCleanse advanced mineral technology kills microviruses, germs, and bacteria that other purifiers miss. That is why our Navy uses them on the submarines, and that's why over 300,000 schools in the U.S. now have them. Get yours today, folks. Look at that. Getting mine today, said Moon0704. Can't wait. That's incredible. EKPure.com. EKPure.com. Promo code LFA. Now, I want to kind of run through these next stories pretty quickly until we get to a couple of them that I really want to spend some time on, and that's what's going on in Arizona. I talked to Wendy Rogers today, folks. Okay? Jeremy always responds to his emails. Well, not always. Not always. Not even close to always. Okay? Not even close to always, but I try. We do try. Thank you very much. Um, Yes, make sure you follow Patriot Donnie. Uh, In Arizona, I talked to Wendy Rogers today. There's a lot going on in Arizona. There's actually live hearings that are going on right now in the House and the Senate there. And uh, the first thing I want to say is that Mojave County's supervisor, Ron Gould, who we talked about before, actually showed on the show before, he is now slamming Maricopa County's... um, abysmal elections and calls for an inspection of all ballots in the Arizona attorney general race. This is Abe Hamaday's Abe Hamaday's election as his um, election contest uh, is, is continuing. And uh, it deserves another trial says Mojave County supervisor, Ron gold. And I think a lot of this folks is going to come down to what happens with Carrie Lake. I don't expect anything to happen with Abe Hamaday unless something big happens with Carrie Lake. Now, Here's the big news coming out of Arizona Senate and House. The Arizona Senate today, the Elections Committee passed a resolution to ban foreign voting machines and require source code, ballot images, chain of custody documents, and log files to be made public. And Wendy Rogers was at the the center of all of that. So this is a resolution passed by the Elections Committee there. Obviously, it's not going to go through... um, Katie Hobbs. But the great thing about this is, is that under Arizona law, Arizona State Senate here has every foot has everything to stand on because check this out. SCR 1037, uh, Wendy Rogers says, is an Arizona legislature resolved to reclaim its plenary power to oversee federal elections per the U.S. Constitution, irrespective of governor. And that Senate Bill 1074 acknowledges that state legislature having authority over state elections, which requires a governor's approval, but not federal. So she, this is her clarification. This is what they are fighting for in Arizona moving forward, is that the Arizona legislature has plenary power, just as the Constitution says. Why do we need to beat the drum and do it again? I don't know. The Constitution says it's there, but that is SCR 10. 37. So you guys are going to want to keep an eye out for that. Also, also folks, Zuckerbucks 2.0. Counties need to start refusing the Zuckerbucks, folks, because they're trying to do it again. Three of the 10 counties who were chosen as beneficiaries of Zuckerbucks program and his nonprofit, what is it, the U.S. Alliance for Excellence or Election Excellence or whatever, do not accept these funds, folks. Don't accept them. Because if you accept them, your, your town, your county is going to be at the center of an investigation. Nobody is going to believe your elections from here on out. And you're going to be right in the, in the storm that other people are in. And they're, what they're doing is they're selecting people they did not select before to be beneficiaries of this Zuckerbucks money. Now, three of the ten counties that were chosen have refused this money. 
Okay? They've refused this money. And that's what more counties need to do. Stop taking this money from these Zuckerbucks because it's going to destroy your elections. And that's why we have to have county clerk, uh, not county clerks, county commissioners and county clerks. These, these positions, these elected positions are so important. You guys have to run for these. Now, I've ran for office twice and I've lost twice, partly because I couldn't give 100% into running for the position because of this show and other, you know, in, in life. However, if I did it again, if I run again, it'll be 100% committed to that. But I, I, I urge all of you to run for county clerks, county commissioners. These are big folks. These are big positions. These positions have so much power, so much power. And you can refuse this money because I guarantee you it's going to start coming to everybody. All right? Now, another story I want to get to real quick, a 101-page whistleblower document shows that the Biden Pentagon suppressed major concerns, legitimate concerns about the COVID vaccine um, side effects. 101-page whistleblower document reveals that the Biden Pentagon suppressed, suppressed legitimate concerns about COVID shot side effects and many soldiers suffered horrifying, horrifying injuries as a result of it. In August of 2021, the Biden regime decided to mandate the COVID vaccine for all U.S. soldiers, ignoring concerns regarding the side effects from the shot. And in a new 101-page whistleblower document reveals not only did they act to suppress these worries, but their decision also had devastating health consequences for some of our heroes. So there you go, folks. If we can't sue Pfizer, then we can darn well sure the, uh, the, uh, sue the FDA. We can, we, can, uh, we can sue the people that mandated this stuff. We can sue the federal government that mandated this stuff. There are people out there. There are people out there that can get, can get uh, some kind of, I mean, some kind of payment back for what these people caused. There's a harrowing testimony from soldiers across military branches who suffered significant injuries after being forced to take the COVID shot, which still remains under emergency youth author authorization. Folks, the reason why it's remaining under emergency use authorization is so that they don't have to give you the BioNTech approved one. And not only that, when they keep things under emergency use, they can make sure that kids get it. They can make sure the kids get it. That's the important thing. And that's what uh, Robert uh, F. Kennedy Jr. talks about all the time. So just know that the U.S. government, the U.S. Pentagon, worked very, very hard to suppress anybody's side effects. And they're going to pay for it. They are going to pay for it. I'm trying to get through the news as fast as I can, folks, because I've got so much stuff to get through now. And before I get to the, uh, the last story here, I'm going to leave you with something to smile with after the last story. But before we do, uh, there's a new, I want to talk to you guys real quick because this is a sponsor only for Rise Up. But I want to talk to you guys about it because it's so important and they might be coming on LFA TV on Saturdays, okay? And that is Stephen Flurry with the Trumpet Daily. Now, so many people have signed up for the Trumpet Daily. This, is not, this doesn't cost you anything. You guys should be following these guys because they give the news from a Christian conservative armor and army of God perspective just like I do. And I'm in talks with these guys now. We're thinking about bringing their content here on Saturdays. And if that works out, folks, I'm just telling you right now, I'm just telling you right now, we are going to corner the, uh, the truth market, I can tell you that right now. We're going to hopefully band together. But you guys should check out thetrumpetdaily.com and also check out americaunderattack.com because they're sponsoring Rise Up and that money gets to go and make sure that the Christian school actually gets the money they need to continue to operate in my area. And then as more sponsors come in for Rise Up, we're going to go and we're going to do that all over the country. That's the plan. So check them out, Trumpet Daily. They're pretty cool. Now, just in time, just as predicted, Diane Feinstein, Diane Feinstein has announced her retirement. So you know what that means, folks? You know what that means? Right on time, Adam Schiff. Making room for Adam Schiff. This is why we need term limits, folks. This is why we need term limits for elected officials in Congress. Because I told you, Adam Schiff was gunning for that seat. And it was just a matter of time before Senator Feinstein said, Hey, you know what? I'm good. I don't want to do that anymore. And that's exactly what she did. Now, I know she's 347 years old. She's about 347 years old, but uh, they're making room for Adam Schiff. So in California, just know uh, whoever's district uh, that you're in, if you're in that district, maybe you should run against Adam Schiff. Maybe we should get a patriot to run against him. I'm just saying. And now I want to leave you with a smile, folks, as we approach 6 o'clock. 
Uh, I, I came across this video and I thought it was hilarious. This little girl crying because her dad called her the worst name possible. Check this out. Oh. Daddy called me a Democrat. What? Daddy called me a Democrat. He what? He called, he called me a Democrat. Are you serious? Yeah. Daddy! <laughs> What's wrong? Daddy called me a Democrat. What? Daddy called me Daddy a Democrat. Daddy called me a Democrat. <laughs> he what? He Call me a Democrat. <laughs> oh, my Lanta. Daddy called me a Democrat. Probably the worst name you could call anybody. Smart girl. Smart girl, folks. Anyway, hey, guys, that's going to do it for Live from America tonight. I hope you had a good time here. I hope you... Uh, I hope you were able to take in the information that you needed to pass on correctly to your friends and family. I hope, um, I hope that this time together and getting this information, even if it's news that's not so pleasant, I hope it actually uh, at least lets you get the actual story so that you can wrap your mind around it and it doesn't leave you in a doom and gloom, you know. You know how you feel when you, you stop watching um, Fox News, that lingering fart known as Fox News, right? You know how you feel when you get done watching the news? You get done watching CNN if you watch it. I hope you don't. But any news program, you're like, oh, we don't want you to feel that way here. Not only because we don't want, we're not feel-good news tellers, because, folks, there is no bad news. There's only perspectives. There's no bad news and there's no good news. There's only perspectives. But if you have the right perspective and you have the right information and you get the right to uh, the, the, the truth, then you know how to fight the bad news. And that is why you are the tip of the spear. And I'm so glad and grateful that you're here. So remember, folks. There are right ways and there are wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I love each and every one of you, and I urge you to go to jeremyharrell.com, sign up for the newsletter so you can join in with us every morning on Rise Up. You also, just for joining the newsletter, you get a promo code every single day that gives you 20% off of our store, and we even got $15 items there right now. So check that out. And remember, folks, keep a smile on your face, keep your families close, and keep spreading that gospel. God bless you guys.